0: Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm so delighted to have you here with me today. I'll give you a quick weight loss update. I am firmly at eight pounds down so far, even with the hormonal and daily fluctuations. That is what has happened. So I am super excited about my progress and I'm feeling amazing. I made another batch of those cookies and they were even better the second time. I've refined the recipe a little bit more and I'm just really enjoying the way that I'm eating and my body is rejecting eating the old way. I think I had a bite of, what was it? Oh, I had like a bite of um, bread and I like immediately got a headache, which leads me to believe I may actually have a gluten allergy. (laughs) So we'll figure that out later. But as far as the weight loss, I am very, very pleased with my progress. So thank you who are following along. Thank you for those who are cheering me on. And um am interested in how I'm doing in that regard. So let's dive in to the topic of today. How to not be petty. How to not stoop down to the low of some of the behavior your partner may be offering. I don't know what my tone for this <laughs> for this episode is going to be. Because it's been coming up a lot, and there's a part of me that just wants to give you some tough love, and there's another part of me that understands, right? Like, we are not robots. We are humans. And so, yes, I totally, totally get it. I remember coaching a client on this. It was probably, goodness, two years ago, and it was a male client, the husband, And he was being petty. And I remember just being like, what? What's going on here? Being petty is pointless. And that became our little catchphrase that even to this day, we still like joke about And I'm happy to say I believe he has really made massive progress in his pettiness. But I will say what's great about that and what's great for any of you listening to this episode and knowing that you can be petty, knowing that you can stoop low and see that, that is the first step. Just being aware, like, I know I'm being petty, right? And that's what I hear a lot of time. People are like, I know I'm being petty and then I'll get petty. But, right, there's always the but of justification, right? So we're going to talk about what's really happening there, why there is this, like, attractiveness to being petty, and then I'm going to turn you all the way around and point you in the direction that you really want to go in. Because when we zoom out, we can all recognize that, like, we don't want to consciously be in a relationship where petty is the norm. That's just not what we're about. That's not what we're doing here. So let's dive in and talk about it. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to give you three like pieces and snapshots of your mindset that cause you to want to be petty, right? So there is a mindset to pettiness. There is a mindset to stooping low, right? And meeting your partner in the gutter. Because that's basically what you're doing. When they're not showing up as their best, when they're not giving you their best, instead of raising the vibe of your whole relationship, you go meet them in the gutter and roll around in the mess with them that's really what's happening, right? So there's three belief systems that I have observed that are a part of this, right? And what I will say, and we'll dive into it a little bit more, Like there's a difference between taking a step back and creating a boundary or a little bit of distance When you're not feeling the love from your partner, when you're not feeling seen by your partner, when you're not feeling valued by your partner. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the pettiness of uh, you poke me, I'm going to poke you. You talk to me a certain way, I'm going to talk to you a certain way. You don't text me back, I'm not going to text you back. You don't do this nice thing for me, I'm not going to do this nice thing for you, right? It's a very tit for tat type of uh, dynamic. Okay, so one of the mindsets that's a part of this one belief system that is driving mutual pettiness is this thought, if they are, so will I. Right. If they're going to do X, Y and Z, I'm going to do it, too. And sometimes it's with even like this bravado of like, I'm going to do it and they're going to feel it 10 times worse. So where does that come from? honestly, it comes from emotional childhood, right? My kids are seven and nine. I see this all day, every day. And I know many of you do as well with your children. Petty behavior, tit for tat, if you do this, I'm going to do that, comes from emotional childhood, which is a very respectful and diplomatic way to say emotional immaturity. And Again, like I want to normalize that all of us are tempted to be emotionally immature, right? I was actually having a conversation with um, some of the staff at my son's school and we were just having a meeting about his progress. And I had so many thoughts of things I wanted to say to these people, right? And I wanted to be like really immature and be like, What the actual heck, people, right? But I didn't. I maintained a measure of professionalism and assertiveness. And so when we are being petty, we're doing that because we actually believe that if we aggress, if we shame, if we meet immaturity with immaturity, that somehow that's going to create maturity. Right. But that's literally like a multiplication of zero. And it never works. Right. It just never works. Like when you're petty and then they're petty, or vice versa, when they're petty and then you become petty, they get petty and then you get petty again. And then it's like this endless cycle. And what ultimately happens over time is you just create and cement this culture of pettiness. So now your marriage is petty. And to be mature and respectful and diplomatic just isn't part of the equation anymore. You've eliminated it. And the other thing that's important to know about pettiness is it's manipulative. It is in the category of manipulation. I'm going to do this thing that's not nice or I'm going to show up in this undesirable way to make you do something that's manipulation and so you have to think about it like even if your pettiness does work it is only working for a short period of time and in many ways you are now being a manipulative person in your marriage and you just get to decide like is that what i want to build and if it's not then Keep listening to this podcast because I'm definitely going to offer you solutions, okay? Number two, the mindset that has you in this petty for petty state is this thought. If I respond kindly, it gives them an excuse to keep doing what they're doing, right? It's sort of like if I am my best, but they're not being their best, then they get an excuse, they get a pass. And I say no, right? As a coach, I am always here to observe, to call out, to make note of the unhealthy, unproductive, unloving behavior. That stuff never gets past me. And so when I'm coaching clients who are stuck in this place, it's sort of like, that's very black and white thinking right it's either i go all in on my pettiness or then i take the high road and they get a pass but i want to offer you the middle ground of you take the high road and are respectful but assertive and clear that what they're doing is not okay you don't ignore it you don't pretend like it's fine when it's not you set a boundary You state clearly, this is not okay with me. I do not like this. I do not want to be a part of a relationship where this is happening. I would like to address it with you. Right? That, just notice the maturity of that and think about what it's going to be like to be in a relationship where that's how you're showing up. Number three. The mindset that leads us to this petty for petty dynamic is the thought, I don't want to, I just don't care anymore, right? So when you have no motivation to show up as a respectable, loving, mature person, and your thought is like, I just don't want to, I don't care anymore, We want to just acknowledge that that is coming from emotional exhaustion. That maybe what's happened for you is you've been trying to drag your partner along for so long, trying to raise the standard in your relationship, and they're just not getting with the program. Or you're not seeing the level of consistent progress that you would like. And so... What happens, though, in your exhaustion is you justify your bad behavior, right? And ultimately, that is just spiraling things further and further down the road into negativity. And that's really, again, not what you want. And so... Many times, the best way to attack this this desire to be petty is to just remind yourself of like, what do you want the most? And I'm certain that the answer of what you want the most is you want a loving, respectful, mature, emotionally aware, emotionally sensitive, emotionally attuned relationship. Where you and your spouse can talk to each other, you can share your concerns, you can provide each other with constructive feedback, it can be heard, it can be processed, and it can be worked through together as a team. That's what you want. And so I want to offer three methods, three sort of like approaches that can help you get out of the pettiness, right? Because I'm talking to you because you're listening and if you're listening with your partner, amazing, this is for both of you. And if you are here raising the standard on yourself, congratulations. I really want to congratulate you because it is easy to get sucked down into the gutter when your partner isn't yet at the level of being able to meet you at a healthy thriving relationship. So here's what you want to do. Number one, set your own personal standard for your behavior. I work with my clients so much on this because of course in a marriage there is so much interdependence. There is so much how you show up impacts how I feel and then how I show up. But Sometimes when you're with someone who might be demonstrating unhealthy or dysfunctional relationship choices or patterns you have to be the one to set the standard for yourself. And so think about it like when you are your best as a partner, how do you handle certain situations? That does not mean shrinking yourself. That does not mean turning a blind eye to things that are genuinely not okay for you. It does not mean overextending yourself and putting on a happy face and, you know, catering to a spouse. It doesn't mean that at all. Sometimes, You setting your own personal standard and you showing up as your best is you practicing self-love, you validating your needs, you validating your experience and honoring yourself and your desires, right? And so my saying in this, when you're setting your own personal standard, is to first do no harm, which means you stay out of petty land. And the second part of it is to focus on yourself. Start there. There is never a downside to focusing on your healing, on your releasing of resentment, on your own mindset. That will always serve you well. So step number one, set your own personal standard. Number two, set a boundary and take a stand for what you want If you are with someone whom in a moment or in a season of your relationship is not able to give you their best, you set a boundary and you are very clear about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. The way that you are able to do this is you have to have, one, a barometer for what is healthy and what's not healthy, which I'll be perfectly honest with you, a lot of us just don't have. And then you also have to have a great deal of self-trust in knowing what you deserve and in sort of requiring that you be treated and handled a certain way. So set a boundary and take a stand for what you deserve. Number three is apologize and keep your side of the street clean. Right. So when you get in the gutter with your partner and you are now being petty, they are then distracted by your unhealthy behavior. Right. So if they are like angry and resentful and then you become angry and resentful, it takes the spotlight off of them. And now you both are equally culpable for the dynamic that is being created. So you want to be quick to apologize. Hey, you know what? I recognize that I didn't handle that the best way I could. Yes, I was triggered by you. Yes, you said some things that were really hurtful or unhealthy, but I know that I'm in control of myself. And so I apologize for the way that I showed up and I'm committed to myself to showing up better. When you do that, I want you to think about like a really, really messy room, (laughs) right? If you walk into a room and it's just total utter chaos, there's stuff on the floor, stuff on the couch, right? But if you go in and just clean up the floor, right? Then you can walk into that room and see clearly the mess that is contributed by whatever is on the couch. Same way in your relationship. When you are also contributing to the pettiness, then your partner can never really get the sort of calm quietness to have their own moment of self-awareness. They just can't because now they're focused on you and you're feeding into it by showing up in a petty way yourself. So you wanna clean up your side of the street. You wanna just be able to say, hey, I'm showing up my best. If anything's going wrong here, Maybe it's time to take a look at what's happening for you, right? So those are the things. I know that it is so hard when you feel like you're trying your best to do right by your relationship and your partner just isn't there. It requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of self-love and confidence and clarity on what is okay and what's not okay for you. And if there is any part of you that is like, I hear you and still I need some help, I am reaching out my hand right now to help and support you. I have coaching programs for couples. If your partner wants to do this work with you and I have coaching programs for women who are really struggling in their relationships, trying to find themselves, trying to find self-trust, trying to like get out of the chaos that they may be experiencing from a partner who maybe doesn't have this level of self-awareness yet. If that's you, I can help you as well. And I also want to make sure you know about the free masterclasses that I'm currently doing. It is a communication masterclass series. There are five in total. All of them are recorded. By the time this recording airs of this podcast, we will have completed our second one, two out of the five, and you can get the recordings right away as soon as you sign up and also join us live for the remaining three. All of the information about the free masterclasses, all of the information about the ways to work with me both as a couple... Or as an individual, are on my website, drshawan.com. I would love to meet you there and hopefully have you at a masterclass or in a consult to talk about working together in one of my coaching programs. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Petty is pointless, that is the takeaway. I trust that this episode has helped you elevate yourself, your own personal standards, and moving you in the direction of creating a relationship that is on a higher level. Thanks so much. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you've loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.